0: If you're like most women I coach, you like masculine men. I do, too. They're smart, confident, bold, decisive, big personalities, great senses of humor. They've got a willingness to take a stand and to lead. But what's the downside of dating such men? Well, from your experience, you know they're often narcissists, they're tactless, insensitive, they're players, they're busy, they're commitment phobic, they're often liars or controlling. Sometimes verbally abusive. Alpha men tend to see themselves as the sun and they see you as a planet revolving around him. Yet, compared to boring, nice guys, you still tend to prefer these masculine men. So, like we do on All Our Love You podcasts, let's take a deeper look at masculinity in a precise, nuanced way so you can better understand what kind of man will actually be a good long term fit for you. Stick around. I'm Evan Marc Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You Podcast. Keep listening to understand why too much masculine energy causes problems in relationships. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard and understood. So let's begin this podcast by defining masculine energy. And remember, these are not my terms. These are things that i put into my own Love you course. I have two full weeks on this subject. Um, so I think it's masculine energy versus feminine energy and alpha males versus beta males. So This is stuff that I've incorporated from learning from other people on this very simple definition. However, crude and flawed, masculine energy is about self, feminine energy is about others, self, ego, ambition, my opinion, my ideas, my schedule, my way. Feminine, more supportive, agreeable, conciliatory, wants to make everybody around them happy, more likely to sacrifice personal to to make sure other people get their way. And so in all of us, women should have masculine traits, men should have feminine traits. And we're a blend of these things. So when you're dating a guy, especially at the beginning, masculine energy is the most attractive thing. You hate it when a guy asks you to call him He asks you to make the dinner reservations. He asks you to pick him up. He wants you to initiate sex. He expects you to push for commitment. For most of my clients, dating works much better when the man leads and you follow. This is especially true during courtship, which is a bit of a performance that men tend to put on to impress women and show interest. Picking up the check, calling the next day, planning the next date, making the first move, this is what guys have to do to succeed with women. It works well. And guys who fail to do these things tend to be in their feminine energy, more passive, right? looking for something equal, egalitarian. And so they wait for you to do the initiating. Right? They ask you to call them. And for the most part, they don't do very well at dating because they're not as confident, because they're not leading, because they're not making you feel as desired. So the dating courtship ritual and courtship is defined as from when you meet a guy to when you decide whether you're boyfriend or girlfriend, that dating courtship ritual really rewards confidence and masculine energy in men. And guys who know how to do this well, it's part of why dating is confusing, guys who are really good at this could court you like a perfect gentleman, but maybe they're just trying to get laid. So it's not always easy to tell the difference between a good guy and a bad guy, because that script of how to act is a pretty consistent one from what women tend to like in men. So now you finally get the guy who is pure masculine energy, sweeps you off the feet, does everything right, takes down his profile, talks about a future. But what happens sometimes when you get into a relationship with one of those guys, those alpha guys? Well, you've seen it yourself, the smart guy sometimes turns out to be arrogant. He doesn't care what you have to say. He doesn't want to listen to you and your opinions. He's dismissive, maybe condescending to you and your friends. Or maybe he's a really sexy guy and that sexy guy wants an open relationship. Or maybe he wants to do things you're uncomfortable with in bed. Or maybe he doesn't want to commit at all because he wants to keep his options open in case something better comes along. So he keeps his profile up. Or maybe you found some alpha rich guy An alpha rich guy is often going to be a workaholic. He's going to travel a lot. He's going to keep long hours at the office. He may go days without texting you. He may be selfish. He may be unethical. It's part of how he climbed to the top. He may not treat other people well. He certainly doesn't make you feel like a priority because work is so important. He may think he's a good boyfriend because he could buy you nice things, take you nice places, but he doesn't realize the importance of your feelings and the connection that you need to have with him. So, those descriptions don't describe every guy on Earth, of course, but it sure does describe a lot of them, doesn't it? So as I wrote in my book, Why He Disappeared, good qualities come with bad qualities. You don't just get one without the other. The question ultimately for you is what bad qualities you can put up with. As a dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, I think you'll do much better to put up with bad qualities of less masculine, less aggressive men in the long run. And that, I acknowledge, might be hard to hear. Can't you just go find yourself a billionaire who isn't a workaholic, who's home at five cooking for you, who's not controlling and condescending? Well, go ask the ex-wives of Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk if you want verification. So I want to get this straight between me and you. In courtship specifically, masculine energy is what we call effective. It works well. In partnership, in commitment for the rest of your life, feminine energy becomes a lot more important. The willingness to soften up, to listen, to validate, to not insist on being right, to compromise instead of wanting to get your way every time. So who's more likely to compromise? Donald Trump? or Jeff from accounting? (laughs) I think the answer is obvious without being political. Now, I'm not telling you that you have to marry Jeff from accounting, especially if you aren't attracted to Jeff from accounting. not telling you to do that. What I am telling you to do in no uncertain terms is that I need you to start looking at dating through a new lens. Don't give as much weight to how aggressive a guy is during courtship because it doesn't necessarily mean he's a better guy. If a guy says, hey, you know, you can call me sometimes, then call him. You're his equal. If he asks you to choose a restaurant because you know your area better, then choose a restaurant. Remember, he's trying to please you. He's listening. He wants to make you happy. You do want a husband who's a pleaser, don't you? And if you're in a relationship with a guy who thinks he's the sun and treats you like you're a planet revolving around him, ask yourself this real Serious existential question, wouldn't it be nice to be in a relationship with a man who made you feel like you were the son and his life revolved around how he can make you happy? Yeah, it would. So if you want a guy who compromises for you and considers your needs first, consider those kind of men who exhibit those tendencies up front at the very beginning of courtship. Instead of expecting the selfish-driven alpha male to suddenly change for you, this super aggressive bossy guy suddenly manages to soften up and put your needs on par with his six months, one year, 10 years down the road. For the most part, those guys don't. Right? And it's it doesn't make him a bad person. It may not make him a great husband who puts your needs on the same level or even higher than his own needs, which is what good husbands are supposed to do. So if you find this concept interesting and challenging and you want to learn more, in the fourth month of Love You, in the Understanding Men module, I have a quiz on masculine and feminine energy that will help you discover where you fall in this spectrum and how to choose a compatible man who complements you for the rest of your life. I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks a lot. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thanks for tuning into the Love You Podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click on the subscribe button, ring the bell, and choose all to ensure you get notified when new content comes out. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You Podcast and more love in the world. And really, if you listen all the time, give me a review. It would just make me happy. And if you want to have, most importantly, an easy relationship where you feel safe, heard, and understood, look for the link below. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click on the button to watch my free video about how to gain confidence, attract quality men, and fix your broken man picker. When you're done, you can apply to love you to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women from around the world in a coaching community where women like you actually get the unconditional love that you deserve. I'll see you there. Are you the woman who is everything except your man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click on the Apply button to get started.